welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is my head elf, <laughs> Court Winsett. There's the opening bell. What was that? That sounded more like Eeyore, Eeyore yeah. than an elf. But I mean, I just, I, I objected to the fact that you were calling me an elf. And I was like, At okay, least I no, made you head elf. I'm not going to come across as happy on this because I'm not going to be an elf. There will be no elfing from Okay, me. you're one of the seven dwarfs. Grumpy. So, well, yes. That, that would be my, 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 I guess Grumpy is my spirit guide and Eeyore is my spirit animal. <laughs> Lordy. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So we are in December. It is here. I'm sure that you have been around so much Christmas already. It seems to start earlier and earlier every single year. And uh, I know that personally, I actually have gotten my Christmas decorated and all of that done way earlier than I usually do. And um, I was kind of impressed with myself because now hopefully I'm not stressed as much about decorating because it's done. Mm -hmm. Now it's just the stress of shopping and trying not to spend too much money. Yes. My wife uh, also spent this this past weekend decorating our house and... It is, it is, I think, earlier for her than normal that, that she got out the decorations as well. She's, her, her basic policy is always wait until Thanksgiving is over. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with me. I don't like Thanksgiving being given short shrift. I want Thanksgiving to have its own time. Yeah. At, at one point, my house had pumpkins all on the outside. Um, and so it looked like fall. And then, I mean, this was a couple of weeks ago, but it still had pumpkins all over it. And then the inside, I started having trees pop up left and right. But then you, because I have so much Halloween, I kept finding random Halloween things that I had forgotten to pack up. <laughs> so Daniel would walk in the house and just be like, I don't even know what holiday it is. What is happening right now? It's ridiculous. Well, okay. So now we're firmly, we're firmly <laughs> ensconced in the month of December. Yeah. So there's no question what holiday comes next. Obviously, Hanukkah. No, just kidding. Uh, Hanukkah we've, already started. We've already had Hanukkah. It's, it's already started at least. Uh, it, while we're recording it, it has not finished yet, but but it is it is still out there. So you know, but no, the the the, the Christmas is coming sooner the, than I would really want it to, frankly, because I haven't gotten even shopping done for some of the previous holidays, much <laughs> less for Christmas. So the you know throwing back an old phrase, the meat and potatoes of this episode is going to be about your holiday spending and kind of. We've got a couple of lists from different um, sources that are out there, and we want to talk about our opinions on kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly of those. But before we get to that, we did want to have a little pop culture fun. And this is a list, according to Screen Rant, the 15 most iconic characters from your favorite holiday movies. Yeah, and I'm calling BS on this list. Yeah, it's, I mean, we don't agree with this. So number 15... The Old Man, A Christmas Story. Yeah. Okay, so this one, sure. But why wouldn't what, what, why wouldn't it be... Ralphie. Uh, Ralphie, yeah. Which, I mean... I, I mean, I've seen this story, I've seen this movie so many times, I did not realize until I double-checked on IMDb. His dad has never given a name. He's never... It's, it says The Old the Man old Parker. Yeah. I guess I can relate to him now that I'm getting older and grumpier. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, I, I know can, he's I not can, the main character, but I... Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you know, I... It's like it's, you said, you don't even know, unless you're just a real Christmas story aficionado, you you, you know, it, 
I never thought about it before I saw his name listed as the old man. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. He, he, they never call him anything other than the old man. But uh, yeah, does Ralphie's mom have a name? Uh, no, it's like mom, Mother Parker, or something like that. It's generic. I mean, I think the winner of this movie should be the leg lamp. Oh, for sure. It's, well, you know, yeah. Dave, Dave, if you ever come by our office, then we have a leg lamp here, and it's in the big wood crate that says Fragile. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, Fragile. I got one uh, that doesn't have the cool crate box, and mine's a, a little step down from the one here. But I did put it in my upstairs guest room window, so if you drive by my house, then it's electric sex in the window. <laughs> That's what they called in the movie, y'all. Yes, okay, yes, I didn't yes, just yes. say that. Okay, moving on. Number 14, Arthur from Arthur Christmas. I don't know this. What is this even? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, who, who, who the heck is Screen Rant? What are they doing coming out with lists that know. include the, this nonsense? Hey, at least Arthur's low on the list. Well, like the Arthurs I think about is that cartoon Arthur and then Arthur the great movie, the you know, the wealthy guy. and Well, there was Arthur, and then I was trying to think if Arthur 2 was based during Christmas, but if Arthur 2 was based during Christmas, I don't think they called it Arthur Christmas. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure which one this is. Okay. Isn't Arthur, 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 Michael, <laughs> Michael Caine? No, it's uh, Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore. Okay. Dudley Moore. Um, but uh, then it could also be Arthur the Aardvark, I suppose. I mean... Okay, Arthur Christmas. It's a cartoon that came out in 2011. Uh, James McAvoy is the voice. I have never heard of this movie. I've never heard of this movie. What? Mm, I, I don't know. Moving okay, on. Okay, number 13 on the list is <laughs> Willie from Bad Santa. Oh, now, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, I mean, I cannot, I cannot say that I've ever actually watched this movie um, because I... I'm not the hugest. Lauren Graham's in it. You yeah, should I know, see it. Yeah, I know, I know, but she's, she's, she plays against type in this movie. She's a bad girl. So I don't really, you know, it's, it's just not, it doesn't seem like it would be my cup of tea. I heard, I heard bad things. So, um. I, it's not in my top for sure. It's comical, but definitely not with the kids around. But I could, I could definitely see this being an iconic Christmas character. As soon mm-hmm. as they said Willie from Bad Santa, I was like, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. I, I, that, that, that. That picture of him like slouched in the chair with a, you know, cigarette and yeah. glass of whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, number 12, Ebenezer Scrooge from Thank you. A but Christmas which, Carol. Which version of Ebenezer? You've got the animated Jim Carrey. You've got, who else has played Ebenezer? Uh, you've got Bill Murray, who was in Scrooge, which was a modern take on a Christmas yeah. Carol. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Christopher For- Plummer. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um for whatever reason I always think of George C. Scott when he did it. I, I just I, I picture him for some reason. Tim Curry, was he Scrooge in the Muppet Christmas Carol? I think so. Um, no, M- Michael Caine was Scrooge. That's yes. right. But Tim yeah. Curry has played Scrooge, yes. I yeah. believe. Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. And then well, I think uh I think the best one out there according to, you know, the inter- interwebs, uh Alistair Sims. Well, that's because it's the it's the like original. one of the oldest. <laughs> yeah. So the, of course they're going to be like, oh, the original. Nobody ever beats the original. So let's vote on our favorite Scrooge. I like Michael Caine from Muppets. Yeah, I, I, Michael Caine was a good one. I mean, I, like I said, I kind of I kind of lean toward George Did we George say Patrick Scott. Stewart? Uh, we did not say Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart was one too. Uh, I've never seen Patrick Stewart's version, but um, I, I always think of George C. Scott for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And then Bill Murray. I mean, obviously, yeah. but he's not really a real Ebenezer. That's a good I don't one. think his name is Ebenezer anyway. Um, okay, number 11 on this list, uh, Jack Skeleton from Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, on the spectrum of Halloween and Christmas, where does this movie fall more? Like, I, w- what does it lean towards? I know Christmas is in the title, but for me, it's a Halloween movie. See, 
I think being a Halloween lover, it's more of a Christmas movie. Ah. I don't know. It's I've never as much as I love Halloween and I like Disney stuff. This has never been one of my top favorite. Mm-hmm. It kind of creeped me out a little bit as a kid. Me too. Yeah. Um, but you know, I still can appreciate it, especially if you watch the documentary on Disney where this was a stop motion production, I think. And so the way they actually filmed this movie is absolutely incredible. So that that's a fun fact about that one. Okay, number ten, the conductor, Polar Express. Absolutely. Tom Hanks. Yes. Tom Hanks played multiple characters. He played Santa in this. No, uh, yeah. I mean, he, he he they did all of the motion capture. Yeah. He did he did the motion capture. I think for like every single adult in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Polar Express is just such a neat movie, and just I know that uh, I think it's somewhere around here they have like a Polar Express that kids can go and put on their pajamas and ride the Polar Express and get their bell and a cookie. And we and- we have the story walk around our lake behind our office where. There are little uh, posts around the lake that have books, and right now the Polar Express is there. So you go post to post reading each chapter. It's real neat. Very yeah, cool. Very cool. Okay, number nine. Susan Walker from Miracle on 34th Street. I've never seen this movie. I love Miracle. I was discussing this with my sister and my niece the other day. We were discussing our favorite Christmas movies. And, I, and of course, I always go with uh, Love Actually whenever somebody asks me what my favorite Christmas movie mm-hmm. is. But then they, they kind of like... They didn't much like my answer, so I was like, well, I mean, in, cl- in terms of classic Christmas movie, I really love Miracle on 34th Street. So. Yeah, it's a great one. Didn't they remake it with the Matilda Girl back in the 90s? Yes. Or did it- yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. A lot of the classic Christmas movies have been remade several times over. Okay, this next one, I'm not familiar with it. Uh, number eight, Mr. Poppy from yeah. Nativity. Never heard of the movie or the nope. person. Nope. I Moving don't. on. Yep. Okay, number seven. John McClane, Die Hard. Of course, he is one of the most iconic characters from a Christmas movie ever. I feel like this is a triggering thing that you just like, if the conversation's going one way, especially during this holiday season, you just go, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And just let the conversation flow. It's a shame. Watch it burn, baby. (laughs) It's a shame Hans Gruber isn't on the list. (laughs) Lord, with his bearer bonds. Oh, yeah. Okay, number six, Luther Crank from Christmas with the Cranks. I've never seen this movie. This movie is, why is this why is this guy number six on the list? I don't know. This movie was cute. Um I watched it last year for the first time and overall it's bland, but man, the the, the funny parts that are there are really funny. Mm. Yeah. It's all about they decide that, you know, they're not gonna do Christmas this year. And I remember that, the premise. I just I yeah. don't remember enjoying the movie at it's all. It's just everything kind of goes awry. And it's I always think back to that supermarket scene where she's trying to get the last ham and it's just like a brawl and I yeah. think when Tim Allen gets Botox in his face is then he get Botox. <laughs> I think and he his gets face Botox, is numb and he's, he's drooling, he can't keep mm-hmm, water in his And he mouth. gets a spray tan. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, I think what we can we can definitively say here uh, is that number fifteen through number six, uh, the screen rant people were basically phoning it in. They were wrong. And now we get to the top five and you can, you know. We'll you can, s- you'll see what the, yeah. yeah. Number five is Gizmo from Gremlins. Which is, I think, a iconic character for I, sure. I that is my childhood right there. I don't think of this as Christmas though. It takes place or like during Christmas. So then do you consider toy soldiers at Christmas because he gets it as a toy? Why do you think we call Die Hard a Christmas movie? Come it's on. Ridiculous. And Gremlins, you have the Gremlins swinging from Christmas lights. Yeah. And there's that whole absolutely ridiculous stop it's like stop scene where in the middle of this horrifying event, Phoebe Cates stops to tell the story of how her dad died in a chimney and you're like 
What? Where, where, where is this coming from? <laughs> I think I need to rewatch this it's movie. It's crazy. Her dad was pretending to be Santa Claus and tried to come down the chimney and got stuck. And But it's it's just this random story out of nowhere. She's like, I hate Christmas. And her boyfriend's like, why? And she's like, because my dad died in a chimney. And you're like, what? Oh. <laughs> mind, if, you're blown, if your mind was not already blown at that point in the movie, then it was blown at that point for sure. <laughs> okay, number four. I agree, but this one should be like, I don't know. I don't know it should be higher, but The Grinch. Come yeah. on. Yeah. The Grinch I mean, is sure. incredible. I haven't seen the new one. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. I, mm, I'm very particular on my Grinches, and I love Jim Carrey as a Grinch. Oh, iconic performance. I just, I think he did oh, an absolutely amazing job. When you say The Grinch job. to me, I just assume we're talking cartoon. about the animated. I mean, that's a great one, too. Yeah. The, I like... the animated, the original animated is yes. good, but yeah. the Jim Carrey version of The Grinch is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted that gun that Martha May Huvier has that where she's like shooting the lights on the house that would be so awesome yeah is Jim Carrey's The Grinch a good movie I don't think so but his performance is really really good yeah it's just you watch it knowing what it is and yeah garbage well I mean he enjoys garbage This okay. This is the one top five that I'm kind of like meh. I mean, on the one hand, I'm on fa- I'm in favor of this this movie being included in some way, but on the other hand, it's a, an ensemble cast. I don't think any one character stands out about above the rest. But we've got Karen from Love Actually. This is the Emma Thompson character, mm-hmm. uh, and I suppose if there's any character in the movie that gets people really riled up, it's her and her husband because. Because of the whole storyline between them. Yeah, but we were talking about this beforehand. Like, this movie was around the same time of all those other ones, like New Year's Eve and Valentine's and Mother's Day, where there's all these different storylines, mm-hmm. and everyone kind of picks the one they relate to. And it may even be like you, the first time you watched it, you really relate to X story, but then you watch it again and you relate to another story. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know that you can really say who's the best. I mean, Hugh Grant was hilarious in it. Oh, I liked yeah. him. Absolutely. Um, but it's, yeah, it just depends. And I used to like the uh, Andrew Lincoln storyline, um, but now people have made that storyline creepy, so I can't I can't profess to like it anymore. Yeah, people just tear it apart. But, okay, number two. Ugh. Same. Same. Buddy the Elf. Ugh. Elf. I don't really like this movie. I don't either. I mean, I you know, it. people I, I just... Don't... Either you are a Will Ferrell fan or you are not. I like Will Ferrell though. That's the thing yeah, is like but, I, you know, I I like him, but just I name don't a, see name the a, hype name a about Will Ferrell it. movie that you that you just absolutely love. Name the, a movie. The other guys. The other guys. I don't know what that is. With Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Mm. Yeah, see, it's, I think people just blew this up into like the holiday movie. Yeah. yeah like if just, it wasn't so blown like, up, it would be fine. But Santa! And like doing the whole, and I think it's hilarious when grown men dress up as Buddy the Elf and like run around. I think it's funny, but I I'm not Team Buddy the Elf, so sorry, unpopular opinion or whatever people say. Yeah, there, I do. I do like you sit on a throne of lies. Yeah, yeah there are some major class, majorly classic lines from this movie that I love, that I absolutely love. But uh, I mean, overall, is it my favorite Christmas movie? Not even close. But no. as I mean, far as an iconic character from a holiday movie, which is the list that Screen Rant posted, mm-hmm. I mean, this anybody, if you say Buddy the Elf from Elf, then, you know, yeah. a lot of people are going to know who you're talking about. I completely agree with the number one position. Kevin McAllister, Home Alone. Absolutely. Yeah. My favorite Christmas movie. It's, it's a great one, but okay, that kind of, you know, I'm going to try and keep this rant. Like, 
Kevin is awesome. But what about the Wet Bandits from that movie? Oh, they're great. I love Marv and Harry. They're incredible, which fun fact I have to throw out to the, the podcast universe. I did not realize until recently that one of the Wet Bandits, Daniel Stern, is actually the voice for the original Wonder Years. So that narrator that's throughout that whole show is Daniel Stern. No way. Mind blown. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But on this list, okay, you know, David Pickler would definitely yell at us if we did not address a couple that need to be on here. It's a Wonderful Life, Bells of St. Mary's. I mean, there's just so many wonderful ones. Mm. I don't know why the Santa Claus is not on this. Tim Allen. I mean. Is awesome. You know, we actually, of all of the Christmas movies that my family watches, probably the one we've watched the most is the, the Santa Claus movies. Where's Christmas Vacation? Where's Cousin Eddie? Yeah. Where's Aunt Bethany? Where's we to, know? to be very clear, this is not our list. We are taking someone not. else's list and shredding it to pieces. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't have Jack Frost on here. This the is pe- all Charlie about Brown. Doing none like, of, nothing. This whole podcast, we're not doing any original work here. We are simply critiquing <laughs> We're others. tearing others apart. But I mean, there's just so many wonderful. And I think it really is a personal, like every family has their Christmas movies that they love. And so it's, you know, agree to disagree. And if you want to. Oh, you know my favorite? We've, I think we talked about this last year. The Family Stone. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. We Warm did talk fuzzies. about that one. Yeah. We actually, la- and after like, we our conversation. Conversation last year, I went, I went and watched it, and I didn't hate it as much as I remember hating it when I watched it in theaters. I didn't remember you hating it. Yeah, I, when I, 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 we, Robin and I went and saw it in theaters, and uh, it really, it really upset me at the time. Yeah. But I, I like the way they sort of tie things up with a bow at the end. So uh, another guilty pleasure is the holiday. Which is like chick flick, but I like it. Yeah, the holiday's good. That's great. Um, Well, and it's like I feel like Netflix has taken over all the Hallmark type movies because it's like a Christmas at a castle, a Christmas with a prince, a princess with a princess, a Christmas in California, and it's like all of the same type ish movies with different things. I mean, some of them are cute, and it is what it is, but... Without being too off-color, I made a joke to Robin this weekend. We were watching a, a Netflix Christmas person, Christmas Christmas movie, and at some point, the two main characters that were, of course, falling in love on you know around Christmas started making out and then started declothing. You know, they started Whoa. taking off their clothes. They were, they were, and I was like, yeah, this is when you realize you're watching a Netflix movie and not a Hallmark movie. Very true. Okay, well, let's try and give you some substance here um, because this is a financial podcast or we're supposed to be and not a pop culture. We talked about Barra Bonds with <laughs> Hans Gruber. Go. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. how, to tr- Covered it. how to stay on track with holiday spending in this list, you know, again, because we're taking other people's list, by North Country Savings Bank. Let's see if we agree or disagree. Okay. So this is how, how to stay on track with your holiday spending. Number one. Create a budget and a shopping list. Agree. Completely agree. Last year, we did not do that, and the kids ended up with too many presents that they didn't play with, and I regret every minute of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, you've got to do this, the budget, the shopping list, you, but you also have to find like a a notebook or something in your phone and write down everyone's name that you want to buy something for and put what you bought because you may forget if you found something early on and then you're like, oh, did I get something for somebody? Ugh, what a mess. Okay, number two, use cash instead of card. This is no, just ma'am. garbage. No. Give me those points. Come on. Exactly. I and mean... Plus, you know, it's easier to keep track of what, you, how much you yeah, spent during look Christmas. At, look at, look yeah. at, I mean, half the credit card companies itemize all of your shopping for you now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. And you if there's see, an issue with needing to return absolutely. it, 
anything. Not to mention the fact that, let's face it, you know, depending on where you live, there are lots of people out there that are looking to steal purses and, you know, rob you and so forth. And the less cash you have on you, the the less you're liable to lose. Because what do you have if you have a credit card? You have a phone number that you can call and cancel that credit card. Absolutely. So yeah, (laughs) totally disagree. And like echoing on what Cam just said about the points, you know, Listen back to our episodes about credit cards and how credit cards can be really great. And so if you know that you're going to be buying a lot of stuff, find those cards that you can maximize your points because then they can turn into flights for a trip or hotels or whatever, or cash back. Now, I will say this. Don't go overboard there. I am not I am not a person who is opposed to using cash in the literal sense, like if I'm if someone is giving me cash as a gift, I will accept, and I you know I'm I'm fine with using cash that way. Use cash instead of a card, yeah. Give me cash, please. <laughs> yeah. So I want to throw in. It's not on this list, but like on that point, are you offended if someone gives you like a check or Absolutely just gift not. cards? No. Do you feel like it's impersonal? No. As an adult, I think it's totally fine. Yeah. I mean... I mean, that's what I, I'm, you know, trying to... There's one person in particular that's in my family. I'm trying to think about getting them something. And it's like, I don't want to just get her another kind of junk. I'm thinking about giving her a gift card and there she can go buy what she wants to buy. Well, okay. So here is my here is my fast take on gift cards. Um, you need to be 100% certain that the person will use a gift card. Because mm-hmm. there are some people that won't even use them. I know... For instance, I used to give my dad what I thought were great presents, and it was mostly gift cards, but it was gift cards to stores that he frequented all the time. But then one year, I found like a stack of gift cards from over the years that he had just collected in his, his, you know, drawer. And it was like, because he just never remembered, he didn't want to carry them with him, because of course, if you have gift cards and you're a guy, then there are only so many gift cards you can fit in your wallet. So he didn't want to carry them with him. And whenever he was going to whatever store it was, he would forget about the gift card and just go to the store and buy what he needed. So is the person going to use it would be, uh, would be a key thing. But other than that, I've got no issue with it. Yeah. What helped our family eliminate gift cards was we use Elfster. So we do like a, it's an app and it's a gift gift exchange app. So everybody signs up and then automatically pairs people and you can't, you can't see who other people got. And so you add your own wish list, and people aren't going to wish for a gift card, so you know exactly what they want, yeah. and it helps out. Mm. That works, yeah. And I think going with that, there's so many different things now. Like if someone gave you a Chick-fil-A gift card, you can actually go and load it on your app if you use the Chick-fil-A app, or like a lot of places, Sonic and Zaxby's, those places have that. So, um, you know, I think especially like college kids or young adults, I mean, heck, I'd love, you know, a Chick-fil-A gift card just to go do that. But okay, that, was a, that of, was a side note. Sorry. Well, I mean, par, par, sort of going hand in hand with Elfster, one of the things that I was going to say about Elfster is I, I, I always prefer just getting somebody's wish list on Amazon because mm-hmm. that way you can give your Amazon wish list to anybody you want and... Um, you know, and they can go and look, and if you buy something and you tell Amazon I'm buying this as a gift for this person off of this wish list, then they take it off the wish list. And so it can, you know, it's great. But Katie, number three on this list from the bank is shop online. And they're saying that's a suggestion to stay on track, y'all. Shop online. I think that is the worst, especially like I have insomnia. And so I was about to buy last night the most ridiculous concert tickets ever because I was just sleep deprived. And I was like, Ooh, that'd be a nice gift for somebody. Spill the tea. What, what concert? I can't tell you because I may still end up buying them. Okay. Tell me offline. (laughs) But Uh, but yeah, shopping online, I 
okay, here's here's my thing on shopping online. If I was to say be walking around in Target or walking around in Sephora or something like that, I'm going to start feeling like with my basket building and building and building, I'm gonna be like, ooh, this is like visually I can see that's a lot in my cart. Or people are gonna be like, what the hell? That's sorry. Heck, what the heck? There's a lot of you stuff. You already said in this it, cart. it's done. <laughs> um, but on an online cart, you're not physically carrying the burden of that stuff no, piling in there. No, see that dollar figure. When yeah, you go to check out, you're still seeing how much you spend. And usually like... Okay. I would say, and it, it, based on your example just now, I would say that shopping online was probably safer. No. Because you also, because you also, you know, the, one of the things about shopping in the, in the store is, you know, okay, you've got so much in your cart and it's starting to fill up and you're feeling embarrassed. But are you going to take anything back and put it back where you got it? No. No. So you're still going to buy everything. You're just going to be embarrassed about it. Whereas if you have a shopping cart online at, say, Amazon, then it, you Then you're you just go, embarrassed with the packages that you keep go, showing up. You go to check out. You see the number that it's going to cost you. You go, oh, I can't afford that. And it's really simple to go delete and take something off of your, off of your list. Okay. Yes. So that's a good point. I do see that because you can... Almost like you do your own wish list. You put all this stuff in your cart and then you go and look at it and say, do I really need this? Do I really need that? So that's a good way of it. And I think it does help. But I do think the shopping online, it's very convenient. Um, But it is easy to then, you know, go buy $30 worth of something from one place, $30 from another. And it quickly starts to add up. And that's where keeping that spreadsheet or whatever you want to keep of that budget, making sure you're adding it all up. Because if you're like me, then you're just like, oh my gosh, Cam would love this or Court would love this. I got to get them this. And then you're just like, you've ended up buying them like 10 things and you haven't bought anything for your mother-in-law. Crap. Yeah, I love the convenience of online shopping. And speaking of that, Abby has a little basket on her front step with snacks and soft drinks in it for the delivery guys. She's a saint. And our ring doorbell captures some of the funniest stuff. The the delivery guys will talk through it and sing and stuff. It's amazing. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. One guy said, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that is, can some of those online places work on it, especially Amazon? They'll send you like one little bitty thing, it'll be in a huge box. Okay, number four on the how to stay on track with holiday spending. <laughs> and on this episode. Gift exchange plan. It's gearing up to be our longest episode yeah. ever. <laughs> well, I mean, that kind of the gift exchange plan kind of goes with what Elster, Cam was talking yeah. about, the Elster. But also, um, I think that's something kind of setting the conversation with your friends, with your family on who's going to buy gifts. And, and that's an awkward conversation to have of like, calling your friend up and be like hey so like are we are we doing gifts this year what's what's happening here i need to know because i don't want to look like a jerk if you bring me a gift and i don't have anything i think cameron and i have really a what what tends to be a very successful approach as far as determining whether or not we're giving gifts in any given year and the answer is no Just, we're not. We're just... <laughs> Y'all's presence is enough for everybody. My presence is your present. Yep. Okay, purchase gifts as a group. This yeah, is another recommendation. So, so this is kind of like, it happens a lot with baby showers or like wedding gifts. But why couldn't it happen at Christmas time that you get several people to go in together to buy like one bigger item for a person or a family and so everyone's chipping in. And so, yeah, you may get one thing, but you're getting a bigger thing. I could use a car, guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
Not something Get that everybody big. together as a group and buy me a car. Yeah, but I mean, it's a good idea. Okay, don't wait until the last minute, which I'm very guilty of. I shop every year on, on Christmas Eve. I shop to, to buy somebody a present. Usually my wife, frequently my wife and my boss. Yeah. I feel like that is just a picture, um, Christmas vacation. And when he goes to the, you know, perfume counter and it's just, it's all the men coming into the department stores and it's all the gift box sets set up and all of that. And my mom, there's like Chanel number five, I think is the perfume that she always wears. I don't know if she still does or not, but my dad would always get suckered into buying the big gift packages. And she's like, I don't want the lotion and the body wash. I just want the perfume. Mm -hmm. Quit getting suckered into (laughs) buying the gift boxes. But it's a gift box. It's made to be given. I know, but yes. It's even called a gift box. But especially this year, y'all, it's supply chain is crazy. You may not have that many options. So if you're waiting to the last minute, you may be giving people like, well, here's a bag of Doritos. I do. Every year, you know, when you go to the stores shortly after Christmas, the shelves are just empty. They're just, you know, they've been completely ravaged. And I I have a feeling that the shelves may look like that a lot earlier this year than normal. But okay, DIY gifts, I'm going to have to just say hard no to that. Nobody wants your arts and crafts project. (laughs) If if they're from a kid, okay. Um, But yeah, and and a lot of times those do-it-yourself projects, they end up costing you more because you can't buy like a little bit of yarn or a little bit of this to make the one thing. You have to buy bulk things and yeah i do want to say i have gotten some really great gifts from people who basically they made them and so i'm not saying that i personally object to receiving a do-it-yourself gift but i would never i would never try it i can't sew i can't draw i can't cook i can't do what what am i gonna do it myself Uh, draft an estate plan i I did get a great do-it-yourself estate plan baby do y'all remember last year when I showed y'all my friend Paige made me a keychain and it had a little um, black bead on it that she had painted the Bullcast logo on it? Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that I mean, that's fun. a cool do-it-yourself thing. And like Jules painted me a picture of the Grinch that I now use as my every year Christmas decor. So know, know your limits and know the expenses of if you're going to try and some, do some do-it-yourself stuff. Yeah, back to our time and money episode, DIY gifts. Suck up both time and money. Yeah, it's it's a lot. <laughs> so we're minimizing expenses here. And so the next one is make travel plans in advance. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's an, that's an obvious Well, if you got to have a last minute flight, last minute if hotel. You know so you're, if plan you ahead. definitely know you're going somewhere for Christmas, then yeah. it makes sense to plan ahead. And, and which goes to number nine, which is plan ahead for next year. I am not that organized. No. That's a lot to ask of me. I'm very envious <laughs> of the people who start buying Christmas gifts like and buy all year round because I would forget about them. Like I I have a gift closet that's got random gifts in there, but then I forget they're in there and just buy more. And so it just keeps building. Yeah. Um, the last one on this particular list is start saving early. This is kind of one of those that if you can know that those expenses are coming up each year when you're doing your budgets, know that a lot of times when we talk to people about doing a financial plan, we say, well, let's look at your credit card. Let's look at, you know, your spending patterns to see. But I always take into consideration like, okay, I know that your December and your January credit cards are not going to be an accurate of what you normally spend. It's going to be inflated more because you're spending a lot more money. This is definitely not that accurate picture of like a normal, you know, quarterly expense amount when you, if you're looking at December as as the example. Um, Don't let the holiday cheer put you into credit card debt. Don't do that. 
I, I think um, it would be absolutely obviously irresponsible of us as in our capacity as giving financial advice for us to say, for us to scoff at the idea of start saving early. Um, or the next list that we have is set spending limits, set yeah, holiday this is spending from limits. Investopedia. But I, so, so I'm not scoffing at those as ideas. Those are, those are great things that you should absolutely do. Save early and spend less. Those are, but those are obvious. And, you know, sometimes it's just as a person now, not as an, a financial person, but just as a, as a dude who's desperate to find something to give his wife for Christmas, sometimes <laughs> these things are at best aspirational because when it comes down to the to the line, I'm going to be like, oh, I got to buy something. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like the set... Ho- so the first one on this Investopedia list is set holiday spending. And that kind of what my mom's side of the family is we play Dirty Santa, but it's more... It's not like what would you play at your drunken, you know, parties. It's a nicer gift and we set a spending limit. And so what's wrapped for under the for this game is like blankets and like tools and so it's good stuff, but that's a way to kind of give something. Mm. Number 2, make your own naughty or nice list. Yeah, um, everybody's I, going on a naughty list. Yep, agree, figure out who really deserves something and and this is something I know I struggle with because I I like a ton of people and I'm like, "Oh, sure, I need to get them stuff. They would love this." And it's, you know, I I very much enjoy watching someone open a gift that I give them and that really feeds my soul, but oh, it's Lord. not worth feeding your soul and giving you what? <laughs> Why it are you feeds laughing at me? your soul. It feeds your soul. Shut up, man! I didn't realize we were going to be doing mush on this episode. That's why I wouldn't let you open your birthday present without me able to watch you. <laughs> Wanted to see your face, mm. but no. I'm just saying is that do not let that joy that it gives you of giving gifts put you into debt because it can happen. Okay, I hope I'm drilling that in your head. Number three, be realistic about your budget. I think you just covered that. Duh. Yes. Number four, become a coupon or coupon code collector. Okay. I mean, sure. yeah, of course. I don't see a lot of coupons for stuff that I could give as Christmas presents. No. Though. Maybe I'm looking in the wrong place, but yeah, I mean, yeah, take I'm always wishing I had some of those coupon codes that you see on the websites when you're checking out, but I never do. No. I mean, it's usually the coupons I get is like, congratulations, you're a VIP status from how much freaking money you've spent here. Here's a $5 off. And it's like, what the hell? Give the gift of That's time. That's the second time I've said H-E double hockey sticks on this episode. I'm sorry. The next one on the list, number five, is give the gift of time. Babysitting, coupons, stuff like that. Listen, if a kid uh, or somebody that that has a, a lower budget for Christmas gifts wants to give me, you know, I'll do some sort of manual labor for you or, you know, I'll watch your dogs while you're out of town, you know. I'm I'm absolutely fine with that kind of thing. Yeah. Know? My mom has given us for Christmas sometimes like, oh, a coupon for me to come and help hang pictures at your house yeah. or, you know, different things like that. And it's like, that's awesome. I'm going to cash in those. But, you know, don't knock it. And, and kind of with that is I also think that if there's certain people um, that like friends or something like that or even family that you want to give them something, but you don't know what to get them, maybe talk to them and be like, hey, what if you and I go to dinner together? We go to a paint party together or do something as an experience together. And so then it's kind of like both of y'all are paying for your own way, but you're spending time together. Okay. Number six, building better spending habits. Hopefully that's been drilled in your brain numerous (laughs) times. Just do better. Try. Don't ever spend like me. Uh, number seven, provide personalized gifts. Um, that's always 
I think the thoughtful gifts are really important. And so some of those that if they turn into DIY gifts, um, but if there's some thought or a reason behind it, even if it's something, you know, small or whatever, if you've got a story for why you're giving something to somebody or why thought you thought of them, then that's cool. And the last one, uh, organized group volunteers versus holiday parties. Ugh. Yes, volunteering is great, but sure. I also love my holiday parties and getting everybody together. So yeah, I, I, I mean, can't really speak on this one. I, uh, I'm, uh, yeah. This is this is this has this this suggestion is is not. It doesn't match my heart. It doesn't feed my soul. Because you're the Grinch. That's correct. Yes, I'm the Grinch sometimes, but yeah, absolutely. If you want to. You know, we, we do a lot of things with Memphis Oral School for the Deaf. We actually um, help them out uh, around Christmas time and mm-hmm. write letters to the kids. And so it's a lot of fun. But um, there's just things you can do together to bond. Sure. So this has been an episode been of take List. Take other people's lists and tear them apart. And destroy them. If because you liked what you heard. <laughs> because we've got the Christmas spirit of just tearing people down like awful. Uh, uh, Katie, let me just We're getting coal for Christmas. There court. is so much negativity out in the world. I wish someone could be positive. I just don't want it to be me. Did y'all ever get coal for Christmas? No. No. Uh, I guess you did. <laughs> I think it was like candy coal, but oh yeah. No, I've sure. never, never got coal. Okay, well, we are, have a couple more fun episodes in the can for December, so get excited for that. But uh, I don't, I mean, bullseye up for this. It's, you know, my bullseye would be give, you know, have the holiday spirit. Do what you want to do. If gift giving is something that really feeds your soul and makes you happy, then do it. But just make sure that you're thinking of your overall picture because... You don't want to come out of the, you know, the coma of Christmas and wake up in January and realize, oh my gosh, what have I done? Yes. Uh, and frequently I wake up on December 26th and go, what did I do? <laughs> That's so. for other reasons. That's not because the Christmas spirit moved you so much. So yeah, no, if I, if I were giving a bullseye, it would basically be, you know, I, I, if there's one thing that I wish people could feel, it is less pressure to give gifts to everyone. Because while I do appreciate receiving gifts, and I think gifts are a great thing, and I certainly do not discourage them, I also am very, very open and free about the fact that you know I don't, I don't like feeling pressure to give gifts. I'm, I'm kind of like Sheldon Cooper. You know, if you give me a gift, then I feel like I have to return the favor by giving you an equally valuable gift and so forth. <laughs> Except I don't do it, so then I just feel guilty. Guilty. I was going to say, you really must hate me then. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just let go of that guilt. Uh, do what you can. Do what makes you feel good, sure. But let go of that guilt and don't certainly don't bust your budget over it. Because there will be more Christmases. There will be more opportunities to give gifts over the rest of your life. And that is my bullseye. But, oh, a ding. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, there's the closing bell. Was that an Elvis ding? <laughs> there's a closing bell. Um, you have made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast podcast. And if you liked what you heard, please feel free to go to whatever your favorite uh, podcast service is and subscribe. Uh, we beam directly into your ears every single Thursday at noon, right around there anyway. Um, if you uh, if you'd like to chat with us, you can certainly check out our website and leave us a comment or suggest a, a an episode topic. 
Um, if you like Twitter, I, I don't like Twitter, but we do have a Twitter handle, and you can certainly reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, somebody out there is, fo- is following our Twitter and making sure that we respond to tweets. That is at Bullcast Podcast, as is our Instagram handle at Bullcast Podcast. So if you like pictures, you can certainly check out our pictures there. Finally, if you'd like to find out more about where Katie and I work, we work at a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And you can find out more about what we do, uh, more about us, more about our amazing team, and more about our boss, David A. Pickler, by going to Pickler Wealth Advisors website. That is picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, I've told you all the stuff. You know everything you need to know. I hope you're happy. I hope you're having a happy holiday season. I hope you're on someone's nice list. But for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cam. Happy holidays. Ho, ho, ho.